0: Grace, mercy, and peace to you from our God and, and Father, the Son, Jesus Christ, and the wonderful Holy Spirit. A sermon text for this morning is recorded in Luke chapter 7. You can find that on page 7 of your bulletin. I'll be reading that a little bit later here. We'll be studying it under the theme, Faith Works Wonder and Worth, with just, with just one word, the, the most vicious waves and the most powerful winds were calmed, and all those sitting in that boat with him were filled with wonder and, and amazement, weren't they? And then a little bit later on, with just a word, uh, a little boy who was lifeless and laying on his deathbed jumped up to life, and he was given back to his mother, a widow at Nain, and, and all of them standing there were filled with wonder, filled with amazement. And then, just with a few words all those who were listening to Jesus Christ of Nazareth were filled with wonder and amazement at a bold and an authoritative preacher, somebody that they had never heard before. When you read the Bible, aren't you constantly just brought to your knees looking up at our wonderful, worthy, amazing Savior? Time and time again that happens, doesn't it? You, though, feel worthy. Of being saved. Can I put that another way? Do you feel worthy of walking into God's presence and just laying out your life before Him in prayer? Or do you feel like do you walk there and, and you say, Well, well, God, I think my life needs to be here first before I can really talk to Him, but it's it's down here. Or maybe I can put it another way, as, as as a mother, do you feel like, well, in order to be a worthwhile mother, a mother that has worth. I need to treat my kids like this, but, but I treat them like this. As a, as a child, well, I need to respect my parents this much, but well, I, keep, I keep respecting them this much. Um, as, a, as a worker, I need to work this hard to be a worthwhile worker, somebody worthy of the next promotion, but, well, I'm down here that's where this story, I really hope that the Holy Spirit puts it in your heart, that this account of the centurion of great faith who felt unworthy. I really hope that, that this account can, can be motivation for you, can, can be truth for you, because it really is truth in the Bible. It, it shows that, that our faith works wonder, our faith works real worth. Follow along with me as I read these verses again from Luke chapter 7 on page 7 of your bulletin. When Jesus had finished saying all of this in the hearing of the people, he entered Capernaum. There a centurion's servant whom his master valued highly was sick and about to die. The centurion heard of Jesus and sent some elders of the Jews to him, asking him to come and heal his servant. When they came to Jesus, they pleaded earnestly with him, this man deserves to have you do this because he loves our nation and has built our synagogue. So Jesus went with them. He was amazed at him, and turning to the crowd following him, he said, I tell you, I have not found such great faith even in Israel. Then the men who had been sent returned to the house and found the servant well. There are only two times in the entire Bible where Jesus hears the works or, or the words of a human being, and then he is amazed. And here's one of them. He hears the centurion's confession. The centurion says, Lord, even though I can't see you, even though you're far away, just say the word, and I know my servant will be healed. And with that confession, Jesus is filled with wonder and amazement, and he, he almost drops to his knees, he's floored. He turns to those who were following him, the disciples, the ones who were hanging on his every word, listening to what he had to say, and he says, I have not found faith like that. In all of Israel. You Israelites, none of you come close to the faith that this Gentile Roman centurion has. He had great faith. The other time that Jesus is amazed, in the entire Bible, he goes to a little town of Nazareth, to his hometown, and those there who knew him growing up, they don't believe in his power. He doesn't work any miracles there. He leaves and he, he shakes the dust off of his feet and he's amazed. He's filled with wonder at their lack of faith. So the only time that Jesus really gets too worked up in the Bible about something that humans do, it's a matter of faith. It's either have this great faith or, or there's a lack of faith. There's none at all. And obviously we, we, we want to be like those who have great faith, right? So how how can we do that? How can we be like this centurion who had great faith? And just look at these words, what he says. All he says is, just say the word. Just trust in that powerful word of Jesus. When in his Bible, when Jesus says, I came into this world and lived a perfect life, take him at his word and believe that he lived a perfect life. And when in that Bible Jesus says, I, I, I hung on a cross and died for you, believe that that's exactly what he did. And then when Jesus says, your sins are forgiven, don't have a second thought. Believe that word, that your sins are forgiven. And then that faith is something to be wondered at. That faith is something worth being amazed It's so simple, isn't it? There's no list of qualifications. There's no philanthropic or hospitable acts that you need to complete first. There's no no sense of, well, your life needs to be here. No, your life needs to trust the Word of God. And then you have a faith that's great. You have a faith worth being wondered at. Just that knowledge, though, of having a great faith. I don't know if that's going to solve the the problem that I brought up earlier. The problem of feeling worthwhile, having a sense of worth. I think for for us um, as humans, some people struggle with this sense of worthlessness more than others. But we all struggle with it at some point. Some people, every day, I've heard them, I've talked to them. They say, "I, I I don't measure up every day. And then others, well, maybe it's just only one or two times. But the fact of the matter is, it's there at some point. And so I hope that you can kind of reach back at at this lesson in the future when, when you're feeling worthless. And look at the centurion, how he felt worthless. But then what Jesus did for him. Because even though the centurion sent these Jewish elders out to Jesus. And even though the centurion sent his friends out to Jesus to say to Jesus, don't come to his house. He doesn't deserve to have you under his roof. He is not worthwhile enough for you, Jesus, a great preacher and teacher to come to him. Even with all of that, Jesus went to him. Jesus made that effort. He found the centurion worthwhile. So it's not how the centurion felt about himself, but it's how Jesus saw him that showed him his true worth. I saw a video on the internet that kind of went viral about three years ago, I think it was. Maybe some of you saw it. A sketch artist tried this little experiment, and he, he sat down in a chair and he, he put up a big curtain, and then he had a man walk in and sit in the chair on the other side of that curtain. And he said, well, describe your appearance to me. So the man said, okay, well, you know... This is how my, my face is. This is where my, how my eyes look and, and my mouth. And, and this is about how tall I am and how much I weigh. And, and so the sketch artist, you know, okay, all right, you got it all down. And he said, all right, you can go now. The man stands up and he walks out. He brushes shoulders with somebody. It's a woman. They, they share a quick glance. Uh, she sits down in the chair. And the sketch artist says, okay, well, now it's your turn. Uh, describe to me what that man looks like. And she's like, oh, wow, okay, all right. So she didn't get a very good look at him, but she says, well, this is about how tall he was, about how much he weighs, this is kind of his age and his haircut, and this is what he looks like. The sketch artist gets it all down. They're they're pretty good at at their jobs. And he comes back and he hands the two sketches to the man, the the self-sketch. It actually didn't really look a whole lot like him. I remember looking at it on my my computer screen because he said, well, he had said, ah, I, I got this mole on my cheek. And... And it's like taking over like my whole face, this huge big old thing. And he's like, I just got a haircut and the lady went too short and I'm getting older so I got all these bald spots. You can really see those so make sure you show those in the sketch. And he said, well, I'm, I'm like, uh, you know, I'm like 190 pounds, kind of kind of chubby though so you know, that's just what I look like. But then the photo that the woman wrote, well, it was actually more accurate and more forgiving. She didn't see the mole on his neck. She didn't see the bald patches. She thought that he was a pretty good-looking guy for for being, you know, uh, his his height and and weight and everything. And isn't that the case with how we see ourselves? Just look in the mirror, and, and I bet you you hold on to your flaws. You hold on and magnify your defects. But that's not who you are. That's not how everyone else sees you. Sit down in that chair and describe your spiritual life to the sketch artist. What sins do you hold on to that again and again have you feeling the guilt of worthlessness? Maybe you'd sit in that chair and you'd say, well, sir, you better put this little thin-lipped, crooked mouth on him because because I'm a liar. Or you might say, put, somehow make, make it known that her heart is it's full of worry or, or it's full of gossip. It, it's full of hate because that's just who I am. Or maybe, maybe you'd say, put these little beady eyes in him that keep moving back and forth from the next woman that walks down the street because I'm full of lust. Do those... Faults and defects define who you are. Is, is that what you've been holding on to to show you your worth? Because if so, the only place you can be left is this sense of worthlessness. Stand up and get out of that chair in that sketch artist's office. Walk out and you bump shoulders with the person coming to, to well, write your sketch down as they see it. And, and it's God. And what's God going to do? He's going to sit in that chair and he's going to say, put this beautiful mouth on her. One that sings my praises Sunday after Sunday after Sunday. Put this beautiful mind in her that's always constantly praying to me. Put this this heart of love in him. One that that he only wants to show the the great goodness of me to his children. Put these hands on him that that are callous, that work hard, because that's what I see. This is how God sees you. God sees your true self that is filled with real worth. And then God comes out and, and he, he hands the sketches to you. But he grabs the one that, that you came up with and he just rips it up and throws it away because it's not true anyway. And then you look at the one that he described and you see a picture of yourself and you look pretty good. It's the Best picture you've ever seen. But it's the best picture of yourself you've seen because in it, in that photo, you see the scars on Jesus' hands. In that photo, it's a picture of you, but you see the path Jesus walked to show great love to a centurion with great faith. In that photo, it's yeah, it's a picture of you, but, but you see the fact that Jesus washed away all of your defects washed away all of your sins. And in that photo, yeah, it's a picture of you, but you see the fact that Jesus bust out of the tomb and rose again on the third day to prove His victory over sin, death, and the devil. In that photo, you see the fact that Jesus will come again into this world to take you to heaven with Him when you die. In that photo, you see the worth of Christ. Because that's who you are. That's who God sees. So now take that worth and go out into this world. Use your words to show Christ's worth. Use your words to show the worth of Christ because that is your worth. Use your words to show the worth of Christ's love because that is Your love. With your words, go out and be the best worker that this world has ever seen. Because Christ's worth makes you worth it. Go out into this world and know that you are a Christian, a child of God, that has faith that is something to be wondered at. And has faith that gives you something worthwhile your life in Christ. Amen. Please stand.